0: Hello again, this is Brett from Rants of the Week, and uh, I think today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, auto insurance. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about the NRA and the good things that they do for everyone in America. Let's talk about uh, stranger things and just Netflix binges in in general and the different TV shows that people just can't seem to stop talking about. Game of Thrones, uh, looking at you. Um, let's talk a little bit about Antonio Brown. That, that seems like a fun thing to, to get upset about. Talk about, uh, cults, I think. I think that should just about wrap up this week's episode of France of the Week. Uh, I think we're going to start with the NRA. The NRA, the National Rifle Association, in my opinion, at least, is um, is an entity that cons people out of their money. And depending on which side of the aisle you sit on in, in this debate, they're either wasting your donation dollars by not, quote-unquote, fighting for your Second Amendment rights, or um, if you're on the other side of the aisle, they are a, uh, a mockery of what a first world country looks like in you know, the modern age, they, uh, they only, you know, again, kind of, depending on where you're, you're sitting, they buy private planes, they have all sorts of mansions, and they go to Congress, and they talk about, you know, the good and, the good and the bad of, uh, The bad being, again, kind of depending on where you're sitting, so the bad being taking away guns and gun rights for Americans. The good being fighting for gun rights and guns for Americans. But what do they actually do? What's the legislation that actually gets pushed through that the NRA wants? When do they come out and say anything? Do they back the blue or do they want, you know, they want everybody to have these gun rights because in in my personal opinion, they really only come out and say things when it's beneficial to them. As any good company would do, they are not there to fight for rights. They're there to make a dollar. And there's plenty of people that will pay them a lot of money, a lot of money to go to, to, you know, your congressman, your senator, or your, you know, your representatives. um, To do things that you either agree or disagree with, again, kind of just sitting in, trying to sit in the middle on this one, just as a group, I find them to just be con artists because they'll they'll do things like, for instance, I, I... was a NRA certified shooting instructor for a while and the only reason that I did that was because I had to because you can't teach somebody how to shoot unless you have this certification to teach somebody how to shoot from the NRA and then at the end of that you got to get insurance. Now where do you get this insurance? Well the NRA of course gives you this insurance and, then, and the options really aren't they just aren't there. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you've, you've been a, a cop or if you've been, you know, gun owner your whole life or you were in the military, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. If th- th- there is no system in place, partially due to the NRA lobbying against, you know, making some kind of, of, not necessarily a background check, but just ensuring that people do, in fact, understand how to safely operate a gun Um, nobody, since, since that's a thing, the NRA can kind of just deem it, oh, well, we are the the entity that can teach you how to shoot, and we are the entity that, our way or the highway kind of thing. Like, you've got plenty of different people that'll teach you how to shoot, but the NRA makes it so... Yeah, you know, it's it's per their guidelines. The NRA doesn't want you to call a gun a weapon. You gotta call it a firearm. And that was one of the things that they taught us when I was learning how to become a uh, certified instructor was, oh, never call a gun a weapon. It gives it the, the wrong image. Well, what is the image of a gun? You know, let's let's call it what it is. It is a weapon. Or if you wanna be, you know, a certain way about it, it can be used as a weapon. So when people say, oh well, you know, people can kill people with cars and trucks, well, a car is not necessarily a weapon, but if you use it in a certain way, then I would argue that yes, in fact, it is a weapon or it can be used as a weapon. So let's just, you know, let's just call a duck a duck there and admit that guns are weapons or can be weapons. Let's not pretend that they aren't. Let's not pretend that, you know, the average person should own, or not necessarily should, but I guess it is should, should own an AR, A -A K platform weapon or gun, you know, firearm, whatever. And and the reason I think that is because the average person isn't trained in, in proper weapon safety, weapon handling. You know, the average person gets one of these things because there isn't, any kind of requirement. You know, you have to be a certain age. You have to pass a background check and all those other kind of, like, the the, the loopholes, quote-unquote, that people, the anti-gun people, try to sell you on. those. A lot of those are just kind of not true. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that people can get their hands on these things and then go commit. These atrocious acts, these acts of, of you know, homegrown terrorism. Let's not pretend that these people are not terrorists. They are. And let's not even get into the, the racial thing of, of all that because... <laughs> that's something that I don't even think necessarily matters because you've got mass shooters that come in all shapes and sizes. So let's not not go down that road. It's not productive to to the goal of anybody, I don't think. It's not productive because you're gonna get a knee-jerk reaction from one group of people because, you know, most firearm owners are white. So what does that then mean? Well that means you're gonna get a, a knee jerk reaction from Joe in upstate Philadelphia, who just uses his old bolt action to hunt. Well, he sees himself as a gun owner, or he's got an AR, and he uses that to hunt coyotes or something. You know, he's like, oh, well, you know, Second Amendment, this, that, and the other. And and I'm not a terrorist. I, I just, you know, I like to hunt or protect my family, which people say is a, a God-given right. All right, cool. Protect your family. Just protect your family with something that you understand and f- can operate at a certain level. Let's not pretend that... An eighteen year old can go and get an a r and without any kind of training understand its capabilities or understand its limits you know if you're in the military then you're eight and you're eighteen or seventeen or however old you are trained in safety and weapon safety you are trained in you know weapon maintenance you are trained in proper use, how to use it how to not use it, when to use it, when to not use it as, as uh, essentially a child. And a lot, of, a lot of children have the ability to then go purchase a rifle, not fully understanding what they are in fact buying. I mean, there are some that do, that grow up in houses like, you know, gun owning houses. There's some that don't, but the fact still remains that they have the capability to purchase that. It's all about the capability so the NRA makes it capable for these people to buy these things and then offers some kind of training that is not necessarily mandatory. But I guarantee you the day that the, that passes, the NRA is going to make their schooling the mandatory schooling because they're going to be the, the loudest lobbyists in the room. And it's just a, it's a big con. It's a big con job. And then if you are for, you know, the the second amendment rights or whatever, you know, the the militia and all that jazz. It's not for hunting. Everybody I hope understands that, but you know, it, it it's just baffling because then what do these people, the NRA, do? They'll they'll say, "Oh, well, yeah, let's do more background checks." Well, a lot of these people don't want that, or they they already they say they already have that. Oh, well, the NRA, you know, does this, that, and the other. That a lot of a lot of people that are I don't know how to say this, but gun nuts, I guess, a lot of gun nuts don't think that they're fighting for their rights. Oh, you know, you you should fight harder. I want thirty-round magazines or a hundred-round magazines or bump stocks or, you know, I want to I want to own those. The back in the 90s, they had some bullets. Uh, I can't even remember the names of them, but the, they were Teflon coated so that they would go through body armor and all that of the cops. And back then, you know, New York, LA, Chicago, big cities. People want to say that they're dangerous now. Well, back in the 90s, they had murder rates of you know, over 2,000 people in a year, which is just unheard of numbers for, for today. But, you know, they, they say that, oh, well, we should be able to own these, or, oh, well, you know, the Second Amendment properly armed militia, we should be able to own machine guns, and you guys aren't fighting for that. And we have a tyrannical government that we may need to fight against it someday, so we should be able to have tanks and jets and nukes. Some people think that. Some people think the NRA doesn't do enough, and some people think that they do too much. And I just think that it's a big con and a, you know, group that takes money and worries about the bottom line more than anything else. Whether you're for or against guns, it doesn't doesn't particularly matter. But uh, yeah, man, fuck the NRA. <laughs> NRA is a good a good place to start, and I think a good place that um, lobbying and all that kind of bullshit. And I think it, it takes us to a good place uh, for insurance. To talk about insurance, auto insurance in particular. Um, if you've got a, a vehicle, say a Ford that was made in the mid two thousands, and you've got the five point four liter three valve Triton engine um and you get insurance and you have, you know, collision and and all that jazz and even full insurance coverage depending on the the company that you're with. You know, if that vehicle gets taken and you don't have or if it gets broken into, if if it gets broken into and you don't have uh other than other than collision insurance for instance, I think that was uh, that's with Geico. Um then they won't reimburse you for anything. You know, you're just kind of SOL. So if somebody came and and took the entire engine or transmission or starter, you know, plugs, they take your plugs, they take your radio, and you've got full coverage, and you ask specifically, I want full coverage, I want to make sure if anything ever happens, I want to be covered for it. Well you have to specifically ask for other than collision insurance and and again i think it's geico don't quote me you know i'm not trying to throw them under the bus on this i'm just using them as an example um but you have to specifically ask for you know the other than collision insurance and that covers or it can cover um break-ins to your vehicle and uh you know so so essentially what what i'm trying to get at here is is say you have uh some kind of accident and you have insurance and they don't cover it, well now you have to pay out of pocket. So then what, I guess where I'll take this is, why then are you paying this money to auto insurance companies? Aren't you supposed to pay money into a pot? Because that's, that's so to kinda back up a little bit, insurance is basically you put money into a pot and if you ever need it, then, then the insurance company will give you a portion of uh, of that pot that you have paid into. Now, you may take more than you've paid into it. You may take less than you've paid into it. It all kind of just depends on the severity of, of anything. So this includes um, for like health insurance and, and things of that nature, uh, any kind of insurance. It's, it's just a pot that is available to you. Then you're basically paying for the services more than anything else, uh, or the ability to take out of that pot should the need arise. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that insurance is just a uh, a bad thing. Um, I think that and so personal personal opinion. I I won't tell you that it's a bad thing, but I also won't tell you that it's it's the the way that we have it in this country at least uh, in in America. Um, is is done correctly. And part of that is again kind of because of the NRA going back to that and the fact that they're just a lobby group for for guns, right? You got the insurance lobbyists and and they want to just they just want to make money too. That's why anybody is in business is to make money. So how do they how do they do that? Well, back in, you know, back in the day, a doctor could, you know, make house visits and go to You know a ranch or it could go to uh you know a small community and go do work for for chickens and eggs and and milk or something like that but because of the the insurance lobbyists um they really can't do that because there's so many hoops that doctors have to jump through again this is just an example they have to jump through all sorts of hoops to get anything done and so, rather than performing any kind of medical duties, they went straight to pre- prescribing medications. Um, and and this isn't to bash doctors. This isn't to bash anybody. This is it. Just kind of is what it is. And, and then you see the rise of of, you know, the opiates and all that kind of jazz. So. So what? So with auto insurance, you know. It's. Kind of the same thing. So say you're, you're, you, you got that vehicle and it's a, uh, uh, you know, you got your, you got your truck and it's, it's not working. Engine's not working. Well, your auto insurance company isn't necessarily going to pay for it. They're not going to pay for it. You know, you can't take your, your vehicle in, uh, unless it's under warranty by the auto manufacturer, but Insurance companies aren't going to guarantee the parts of the vehicle. They're just going to say, like, if an accident occurs, then you can, where you hit somebody else or somebody else hits you, then you can, you know, then you can take the money out from the pot. But if your engine, you know, you can't, can't call up your insurance company for oil, for an oil change, things, things like that. So, so, so what happens when that when that kind of thing occurs? We've been spending, say, seventy, hundred dollars a month on insurance for that full coverage for that good deductible. Well, that's a $100 that you could have taken and put into some kind of account, um, to, uh, to save for a rainy day in case your vehicle ever needs an oil change or if the engine craps out or if you hit somebody or if somebody hits you, you know. And so the argument for insurance would be, well, you know, you've got more access to money if that if that kind of thing were to occur. You have the ability to, you know, you, you can... If somebody hits you, you can just get a, a rental vehicle, you can get, uh, you know... Your, your car towed and taken to a shop, but they won't pay for whatever the shop does. So it, it's kind of like, you know, how, how, why are they the way they are? That's again, going straight back to lobbying because lobbyists want to me. It's all about the bottom line essentially for a lot of these places. So they, they argue, okay, well, Congress, my Congressman, I, I want you to put in to, uh, motion, something that makes it illegal to not have insurance. So the insurance companies are, you have to have insurance and it's for the greater good. Now, you know, there's arguments for and against that. You know, it, it in fact is for the greater good because if you make everything mandatory, then more people are insured than when an accident does arise. You know, it's no big deal. You can, you can just, Take it up with the insurance company and they'll they'll pay out for it. And it doesn't come out of your pocket. And it, that works for both parties. Problem is, is that not a lot of people. or There are, not, not that there aren't a lot of people, but the problem is that there's still people out there that are uninsured. So what happens then? So you, they hit you. They are uninsured. Well, now you have to just kind of suck it up and take it. Now you have to take money from your insurance company. And sometimes they'll let you, sometimes they won't depending on, you know, there's obviously a lot of variables in in this hypothetical that could make this argument that do in fact make this argument fallacious, but still it occurs, you know, these kinds of things still do in fact occur where somebody gets hit by somebody else who does not have insurance and then they have to pull from their own insurance. That means that their rates then go up. Well, you know, that doesn't, how is that fair for really anyone? Um, I would say that it's not, I would say that there are a lot of problems with the auto insurance, uh, uh, market and and the way that they behave themselves and the, the lobbying that occurs with them, but you know, those are just my ramblings and rants on insurance because Ford doesn't make a quality product all the time, and, uh, you know, every every company's got their one-off, and those three-valve engines are just complete trash. For some reason, Ford decided to make a two-piece spark plug, for instance. And, like, who, who in their right mind makes a two-piece spark plug? Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Ford should just, you know, for that one thing alone, they should just lose any kind of lawsuit that ever comes up against them. But, you know, so... It is what it is, and that's another thing you know auto companies put away money for uh, for a rainy day more or less, which is in case they make a, a garbage product or a, a product that could fail that has in tests shown that it's failed. well again, they're a company going out for the bottom line, so what do they do? They take money out and they make it so rather than recalling it they want to see what's most cost-effective for them so they'll say okay well these are acceptable numbers for accidents and then when people sue they settle out of court most of the time so say you're driving along in a new Ford Explorer and the engine goes out or something or, or you know you get hit and the the airbags don't function properly and you or a loved one gets hurt or killed or whatever you know when you once you sue that company they won't necessarily recall that vehicle, even though it's known to have these problems. They will, uh, they will instead say, okay, well, these are acceptable numbers of, of loss. So, and why is that? Why can't they do that? Because, again, it goes right back to lobbying and it goes right back to <sighs> companies caring more about the bottom line, which I'm not against, personally. I, it, it is what it is and um i wouldn't go into business for the greater good of humanity i'd go into business for for the bottom line and that's me personally you know I, so that it, you go down a slippery slope when talking about these kinds of things so i think it's just kind of let's keep it let's keep it on uh, on insurance and all that jazz so insurance companies lobby to put themselves into a position to save them the most in bottom lines and it is what it is. I'm not saying it's right. I'm definitely saying it's wrong. So, with that, you know, fuck most auto insurance and insurance companies in general and lobbyists. Man, lobbyists are just the worst people, aren't they? Not all of them, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, so. So let's go straight into, uh, let's go straight into football. Let's go into uh, the Raiders and Antonio Brown. Man, man, what kind of guy is, is that? Antonio Brown, huh? What a, uh, what an upstanding citizen. What an idol for, for the modern child look up to you know because athletes they're they're role models you know and they they, some some should not be but a lot of people look up to a lot of people because of you know their their status in society as athletes you know they're paid these big bucks and they they you know what do you expect when you give a kid you know these these multi-million dollar deals it's a kid it's they're 18 you know if i was 18 given this multi-million dollar deal i'd it would absolutely inflate my ego and (laughs) I would absolutely do the same exact things that these guys are doing, you know? Now the NFL is, uh, uh, let's see, mismanaged maybe, um, the way that they, they operate. Uh, I think, you know, that's my opinion. So take it as you will. It's, it's, a lot of people will, uh, some people might disagree. Some people might agree. It just kind of, it is what it is. So, <laughs> the NFL, the, you know, this, this, this guy gets, for instance, let's use the example of uh, Randy Moss. You know, gets caught with a little bit of weed, becomes a pariah to the NHL, or the NFL Rape allegations towards Antonio Brown. Nah, it's all good. He can He can go ahead and start this game. Antonio Brown is just... just what did, And this isn't even about the rape allegations because, again, let's wait until all, we get all the facts. Let's get the evidence. Let's not dismiss this as, oh, well, she should have done it right away. Let's not dismiss this as, you know, as what a woman says you know, take it as truth or or listen to her because we should absolutely just, we should wait. Patience, we've we've long been told that patience is a virtue, yet we seem to always just jump straight into it because we have an opinion on something that that then therefore validates uh, a reaction to something, makes it okay to do, so... You know it, uh Antonio Brown can go ahead and just play this, but again, like I said, Randy Moss is a pariah. Antonio Brown can go to the Raiders and complain about a helmet being too small, and he won't you know he won't change and he he's just drama after drama after drama and is it because he was you know on the Raiders and uh doesn't want to um play for the Raiders it seems that's kind of what it seems like to me he just doesn't want to play for the Raiders and um, it's funny most football things that I talk about are the Raiders and I'm not even a Raiders fan but um, you know it's like uh, it's like anybody you know you you get um, get anybody with, with that kind of inflated ego and they think that they're untouchable because whatever reason we've just built them up as people to make them think that they are, you know, invincible and that this guy can, can do and say things that, you know, just get away with it. So now somebody's come out and accused him of, of, uh, sexual assault. And, um, yeah. NFL doesn't seem to really care that much, but God forbid if you smoke some weed and, you know, (laughs) get accused of smoking some weed or if you uh, do anything like that, man, man oh man, just pariah, you're evil, you're a terrible person. NFL kinda of picks and chooses its its battles and this isn't just a shit all over the NFL, but Antonio Brown just sucks as a human. <laughs> the guy gets paid ridiculous amounts of money to play a game and cries and bitches and moans and gets gets sent to the from the Raiders. And good on the Raiders, you know what, for not putting up with his shit for you know not bending to a crybaby about something and, and just saying, all right, fine, just getting rid of you. You're not this special, you know, this special, uh, let's, let's even go so far to call him a snowflake, this special snowflake that gets what he wants because he cries, bitches, and moans about something, you know? It's silly. It's ridiculous how how some people can just think that because they have a name that uh, they can just do whatever they want or say whatever they want, and there are no re- repercussions. I mean, a name or a title, I guess. Kind of look at look at uh, look at uh, our president. Look at Trump. You know, thinks he can do and say whatever he wants, and there are no there aren't going to be any repercussions. And maybe he he kind of gets that there there could be or that there will be, you know. Uh, but it doesn't stop him because nobody nothing's ever come of anything that he's ever done or said you know what does that say about where we are what does that say about you know uh, american society and values where we can inflate the egos of these kinds of people to uh to the point that they start acting in, in interesting manners you know people say that sociopaths are created not uh not necessarily born that way from experiences in their childhood, so huh, you know, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe we're just doing. We, we 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 deserve what we're what we're seeing out of a lot of these people. We deserve what you know. We deserve Antonio Brown. Raiders fans deserve Antonio Brown, and Antonio does, Brown does not deserve to be on. You know, doesn't deserve to be on the Patriots. I think they they're usually Super Bowl contenders, but now with because let's not let's not pretend that he's not a gifted athlete, but <laughs> just what a shitty person, God, I hate him, he's so terrible. Oh well, let's keep celebrating these people that are doing nothing so let's see, let's go straight into uh think let's go into Stranger Things. Let's, get, let's go from one shitty group of people and person in Antonio Brown to another shitty group of people or person is in those people that just see, can't seem to, you know, can't seem to, to get away from TV shows and those people that just binge watch everything and then they just can't shut the fuck up about, uh, about whatever they just watched, you know, you get, uh, get that group of friends or that one friend watches Stranger Things and they're like, oh, have you seen Stranger Things? And you tell them no, you tell them yes. No matter what you tell them, instantly they just gotta, they just have to have a conversation about it. You know, oh, you didn't like it? Oh, why not? I thought that show was excellent. You know, they had this, this, and this, or Oh, you, you did like it? Oh, well, what did you think about this episode? And you just go straight into it. And you know, and, and if you're into that, then, then you're into that. But, uh, just know that the rest of us think you're kind of just shitty and you just need to shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Nobody. Literally nobody cares about that kind of thing. Or, uh, my favorite is, uh, Game of Thrones. How people will say, oh, you know, Game of Thrones ended terribly or you know, season whatever was the best and oh this season was so good or I love this person or, you know, when this person died it was made me feel this way and it's cool that something like that, that some kind of some part of culture can evoke um particular emotions and stuff like um but here's the thing, you know, for the people complaining about the end of, of, of Game of Thrones, like, oh I dedicated years of my life watching this and you get upset about it. You know, what does that, what does that say? Like, that's kind of, that's not kind of, that's just absolutely pathetic. It's like, Jesus Christ, you, you, you're you complaining about a TV show here. You're saying, I dedicated so much time. You know, hey, you didn't have to. You could have just taken it for what it was, TV show. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's how it ended. All right, cool. I don't care. I do care. But you know who else? You know, there's other people that feel the same way. But for a majority of people, I feel like, you know, Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit what your opinion is. And then when you do talk about these shows, you know you get the like uh, Stranger Things going right back to Stranger Things. You're like, oh well, you didn't like it. Well, why not? I loved it. I thought it was so good. Personally, I didn't like. I stopped watching after season two. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was saying, you know, these movies and TV shows, the same story's been told a million times. It's nothing original. These actors they're they're you know we' we're, we're ki- the other thing you know it's interesting is that these are children, and they get sexualized. We are sexualizing children, oh well, they're sexual people, they're beings um yes, but adults are watching this, and we should not sexualize children to an adult audience, and that's a wrong and b disgusting and c wrong and disgusting it's it's uh, reprehensible and you know what we are doing with these kids. It's, I just, I just can't, can't get on board with it. And then you get, you know, and then, and then It, the movie It does the same thing. And it's, it's weird to me personally. I think it's creepy. I think it's disgusting. I I, I just, you know, I, I, I I watched the original TV show and loved it and read the book, loved it and, Watched this new, the new part one or whatever, and it was, yeah, I think I'm done with that. I, I won't even bother with the second one. I don't even care that it's the adults now. It's just, the whole thing is just, I can't support it. You know, it's so Stranger Things is kind of similar to it. You know, there's Monster Underground. It's taking kids, killing kids, People. stranger things there's a monster in the upside down not underground <laughs> that took a kid so this group of children angsty children the angsty teenagers and the adventurous nerds and the losers or whatever they gotta go save the day there's so always that that one guy that's that one group of kids it's you know the bad guys the the evil kids the mean kids and you know, for, for, for what it is, you know, let's, let's take the, for instance, those mean kids and, or the mean group and, and, uh, it, because I'll be honest, I can't remember the dickheads in Stranger Things, because, uh, I watched season one, watched season two, and that's, that's it. Season one was, I mean, it was good enough to make me watch season two, I, I think, but, I didn't really ever find myself... I didn't try to binge it. I didn't want to watch the whole thing. I didn't particularly give a shit. I paid more attention, I think, to my phone than than the actual TV show, which, you know, it is what it is. And I, I think that people that do that are kind of weird, too. So, you know, talk a little bit of shit about myself for doing it in that show. But it just shows that it didn't hold my attention. Not like a book, you know, a book I'll just get into, and I don't even want to touch my phone. Um... So, yeah, so season one was all right. Just kind of felt, again, like a, it was a decent show. Season two just was garbage. It was complete shit. Like, I mean, if you like season two, then... <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Your your tastes are trash. A lot of, a lot of pandering occurred in that. And I think it's... I think it's always interesting when TV shows and movies have to uh, go. They have to make it overly apparent that a character is the way that they are. They have to add, you know, person of color to, the, and, and it's not like, and it seems like they always have to like pick it out. They it, it can't just naturally occur where it's like, oh wow, look, there's different people in a community. That's shocking. It's, oh well, we're gonna make a point to overexpose this person. And, and you know it, it is what it is but its it is pandering it is trying to, to sell itself to a certain group, to a certain community and I find that uh, dull I find that then it lacks creativity for the for the story you know who, who what does it matter you can have a, a, a dude there with his boyfriend and you know who who gives a shit like, really, who cares? Let them, let them do that, you know? But to to make a thing out of it, I don't you know. To make a thing out of it, I think is just... It's just pandering. Like, who cares? Make your show. Make the characters however you want to make them. Like, don't... Like, whatever. But... It makes it next to unwatchable, in my opinion. It makes it, when you're doing something like that, it's... People, and then I know, you know, people will say like, Oh, well, you're just a bigot, or you're closed-minded, or you're an asshole. Oh, I can't lie. I'm a dick, for sure. But, at the same time, I know I can't be the only person... That uh, that feels this way. I mean, who like I don't I don't care what somebody else is in any in any way, shape, or form. I like guess that's thing one. Thing two is that it's, you know it's none of my business. Like talking talking to people. And, you know, they're like you know you can meet somebody and they can be really cool and it, and as soon as they you know they tell you that oh I'm 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 gay, I'm trans, I'm whatever. It's like, if if that changes your opinion of that person because of a choice that they've made, I think then you're just kind of a piece of shit and an asshole. You know? You're just a bigot, and that's all it is. (laughs) You're just kind of a dick. But uh, when a TV show does it, it's brave, and it's, you know, it's, it's a little silly. It's a little silly that that's what we call it little silly that stranger things a lot of these shows will do things like that you know like have it in there if you want to all right but don't make such a big deal out of it like I said repeatedly now I'm sure I've beat that dead horse long enough but you know I just think that show sucks I think the actors are are, even as far as child actors go they're, they're not good they are trash let's not pretend that these guys are are decent at their craft yet let's not expect them to be I mean again they're children they're <laughs> give them time to grow and mature as, as actors and I'm sure they'll be you know I'm sure they'll be good at some point I, I mean not necessarily of course but all things equal I think that they will be because they'll have the money and time and 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 uh, What's the, what's the word? Uh, experience. Yeah, money, time, and experience. They'll, they'll be able to do that kind of thing. So, it's all good. It's, don't, you know. Don't make a deal, a big deal out of it. Don't expect the children to be great actors. Don't praise them as if they are when they aren't. Just, you know, treat things as, as they are. Let's not pretending that a lot of this kind of thing. Let's stop living in this made up world. Let's let's try to stay let's come back to reality where children are usually gonna be garbage actors. Let's not say that they're good. And I know people said that about about, you know, a lot of these things. Let's not pretend that Game of Thrones is this revolutionary T V show that it's gonna change the world and do anything for us, really. Stop making these things out of TV shows. Who, you know, it's a TV show. Don't let it dictate your life. Let's not, let's calm down here. To really just slow down with a lot of this kind of. A lot of this just needs to, just needs to stop. Just needs to stop. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. But you know, and the, the day it is what it is, and people suck. So, you know, let's just move on. <laughs> So from cults of TV show enthusiasts to the cults of politics and religion and just about anything else, the cult of of money, I guess, the cult of fallacious arguments, the cults of today, the cults of political correctness, the cults of the cults of anti political correctness you know everything seems to have this cultish behavior you know you get you get trump supporters that just are adamant that he does nothing wrong and and they worship his every every move and every every word is you know word is bond son you know it's uh, it's interesting that this is where we are you know, you got that the new Quentin Tarantino movie talking about cults. Once upon a time in America. Um, you got uh, the Trump of the anti-cult people, you know, or the anti-Trump cult, where he can do and say no right, you know. It's same shoe on the other foot. It's, um, you know, why, why, so why, why, why does everything appear to have this cult like mentality? So, you know, you can be pro pro gun and it seems to be cult like because, you know, there is nothing, and and this isn't for everybody. I, I do acknowledge that a lot of people are just normal people that, uh, that they're not going to get so caught up into something where, you know, like the gun thing, for instance, a lot of gun owners are going to be like, all right, well, you know, I don't, you know, Second Amendment, this, that, and the other. They they won't go on to then say, well, you know, we have to have these 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 weapons or guns or whatever. And then a lot of the, you know, a lot of the vocal ones are quite the opposite. You know, the, the Trump, the anti-Trump people, make fun of him for, uh, the whole Greenland thing without any kind of, you know, without any kind of backing or, or reason why really, oh, well, he wants to buy this. Okay. Well, let's weigh out the options here. We buy it. What do we gain? What do we lose? We don't buy it. What do we gain? What do we lose? There is no, you know, there's like nobody takes into account like opportunity cost, um, you know, they just see Trump doing something, so instantly they're just for it, they're against it. Not a lot of people will take the time, in my opinion, not a lot of people take the time to to go ahead and just you know get some evidence, get some data, figure figure things out rationally in a logical sequence of events, use the scientific method. You know, uh, not saying that everything has to be that way, but. You know, <laughs> A lot of people do it, you know. They just go straight into something. It just, <laughs> it is what it is, you know. And uh, like I said, everything's everything's cult like nowadays. It seems like the the Democrats are are evil. They call them demon rats. If you're on the right, if you're on the left and the republicans or i don't even know what they call them to be honest i, I wish i did um, people want to talk about you know libertarian where it's oh you don't like the left you don't like the right libertarian must be the way to go well not necessarily let's calm down with everything let's let's stop you know being for women's rights, or for the Me Too movement, or against it. You know, there's a lot of the, the men's rights activists. You hear men's rights activists, and then everybody, or not everybody, but, not everybody. Everybody st- instantly makes them feel a certain type of way. Like, you're either you're either for it, or you're against it, and you don't put any kind of critical thinking into into it, you just have heard something or you've read an article on Facebook. Facebook itself evokes a cult like following. You know, you get the groups on there. So, what is that? What is that? You know, nobody, like I said, it seems like nobody really stops to think about why there's the cult of, you know, the left economic. Thinking, the right economic thinking, trickle down, trickle up, whatever, whatever we have, people hear anything political and instantly it's that cult-like idea. So people hear socialism and they're instantly, oh, it's terrible, or democratic socialism, you know, because there's somehow a difference. Um So... You know, instantly people think, oh, well, socialism's inherently evil, or democratic socialism's inherently evil because it's the same as socialism. You know, people can't just say, stop and say, well, these ideas are okay. These ideas are good. Morally, on a moral level, they can say, I agree with this. You know, why don't we do this? Why do we do this? Nobody can say, oh, capitalism is inherently evil because it makes people, you know, you know, makes people slaves to the system. Well, you know, there's arguments for everything. But again, nobody stops and thinks, oh, well, capitalism has some decent ideas. Capitalism has some bad ideas. And, you know, it's the cult of capitalism. It's the cult of socialism. It's the cult of, you know, anything. And the problem for a lot of this kind of stuff is that People fail to realize that a lot of these ideas came up with that are, that th- these ideas were were thought experiments that were created inside of a vacuum. Everybody is, may, assumed that, you know, people make these rational ideas or rational decisions. And and more and more, we're learning that humans are in fact, you know, not necessarily rational, we're irrational beings. We don't necessarily make the right decisions, or not the right decisions, but we won't make... Um a decision based on logic uh, we will you know people will be, for instance, for example, you can you can be hungry and you can have food in your kitchen. so a rational person, a logical person, like that would then be deemed you know they will they will go they will go eat if you are hungry and you have access to food, then you will eat that just you know, logically fits. Unfortunately, that's not the case. People will be hungry, they will have access to food, but maybe this person wants to diet. Maybe this person's lazy. Maybe this person doesn't feel like uh, eating what they have and they don't feel like going to the grocery store. You know, there's all these things that kind of go into this that change literally everything about every economic system that we have in place, but that doesn't matter because people still worship it and still follow it in this cult-like behavior. You know, Trump, Trump's cultists, he said it himself, essentially. He's like, you know, his, his supporters, he could go and kill somebody and his supporters would still vote for him, which is, you know, I would, I would absolutely agree that a lot of people would still, in fact, vote for him if he was, if he did just go out and shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square. Or I think that was his example. I think a lot of people, will to go back to the Greenland example, will just take it and say, oh, Trump is buying Greenland. What a stupid idea, because it's Trump's. But if it was somebody else, they would be like, oh, well, that's a great idea then. So why would buying Greenland be a good idea? Because it's got a ton of natural resources. You know, it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily a bad idea to, to make an offer on a piece of land. I mean, we do it all the time. People buy land all the time. So they take it as like, you know, oh, well the government's doing it, therefore it's imperialism or something. Not necessarily. If it makes the country better, that doesn't necessarily make it imperialistic. If, if, you know, let's, let's calm down with all that kind of stuff. There is no conquest in buying land. We're not taking it over forcefully. Um, they're not turning it into a banana republic. Um, but because, again, the cult of politics. It is what it is. It is what it is. You know, it's just... It's just people who refuse to, to have logic. Or to implement logic. To implement rational thinking. And, you know, it's, it's a refusal of... Um, Critical thinking, I suppose, is, is the best way to put it. Not necessarily logic, not necessarily rational thinking. It's critical thinking, which a lot of people might conflate as being something similar, which, you know, they, 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 they kind of are. No, I take that back. They absolutely are. Logic and, and being reasonable is the same thing. and Having some kind of critical thinking would, in fact, lead to a logical decision being made. Um, so I was just trying to be nice, you know, because it actually is just people being illogical. It's just people being stupid. It's just, you know, willful ignorance maybe. Willfully, um, they want to be a part of the group, I guess. And, and they hear, oh, Trump is such a, a moron. I'm not necessarily gonna argue with you, but at the same time, a broken clock is right twice a day. Makes He makes some decisions that aren't bad and people will refuse to acknowledge that because of the name associated with the with the decision. Um just it's the same with Obama. People will say, "Oh, Obama was the greatest president ever." And I'm not going to say that he was a bad president. Um but he did do things that I disagree with like, you know, killing an American citizen without due process. But the cult of Obama will will never acknowledge that that was a a a, a bad thing. You know? Just maybe it's because of my lack of knowledge in, in you know, history of mankind that people have always just kind of been like this. You know, people people were for the king, people were against the king of England, and there have been revolts. People were for Napoleon, people were against Napoleon. There's always been, you know, these, these things, and there's always been, a lot of people have always dealt with a lot of this uh, in absolutes. Everything, maybe that's just the way it is, is that everything is just kind of in an absolute state um, for a lot of people. Nobody can just take the time to to, to think about, hmm, maybe Stranger Things wasn't such a good show. Maybe it did fucking suck. Maybe those child actors were overly sexualized. Maybe um, maybe they weren't. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm reading into things. Um you know, Freud, people think that Freud is this, I think people that don't study psychology think that Freud is some kind of psychological mastermind genius. I think people that, that do study Freud or psychology understand that Freud had like two good ideas and the rest were kind of out there. Um, you know, so cults, man everything's a cult mentality it seems like cult of Trump, cult of anti-Trump man man oh man interesting, very interesting to say the least, you know, whether you agree or don't, you know gotta admit that this kind of shit's interesting so it is what it is at the end of the day I suppose, it is what it is (laughs) Another episode of Rants of the Week, another episode of uh, Wrongs and Rights, another episode of Disagreements and maybe Agreements. And, uh, you know, got to bitch a little bit about some Antonio Brown being a piece of shit. Got to bitch about um, insurance and to rant and rave about uh, TV shows and cults and the, the cults of, of everything, the cult-like mentality of everything. Just people that can't stop defending or opposing something based on uh, something, a value that they hold maybe. So we got to, we got to complain about a lot of things today, it was a, it was a fun little rant session, got to bitch and moan about some things that are on my mind, which was, which was pretty nice, you know, I think, uh, I think ranting is good for the soul, so thanks for joining, I look forward to ranting about some shit next week, hopefully, it's elk season right now, so I've been going out a lot, uh, bow hunting, um putting some some miles on the chevro legs walking in the mountains and so hopefully i'll get to get to go again next week and get to record this an episode next week but uh thanks for joining me on on rant of the week hope you guys have a good one take care